25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. What is up? How's everybody on hump day? Welcome in. I'm Matt, live in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Local Agents. Competitive rates, fast, friendly service. The um, the Farm Bureau studio that every day we kind of hang out over here in it's Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Roger, morning to you. Good morning. Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. It's Welcome in. Thank you. Now, if you would, Roger, go over there and change your sweater. <laughs> I'm doing it now. <laughs> and shoes and so on and exactly. so forth. Farm Bureau Studio in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, sitting beside the one, the only, Jake Wimberly from the drive in the afternoons. What up, Jake? Man, Man. it's good to see you. Actually, we're across from each other. Across, so. yeah, not beside. We want to clear that up. We want to clear that up. It's like if we, we want were, Chris getting nervous. If That's we were right. having lunch, we'd be across the table, not sitting in the same side of the booth. That's just weird. That would be a little different. But we're across from each other, live in Kosciuszko, Mississippi, at Frank's Chevrolet Buick GMC, Highway 35 North, right here in Kosciuszko. It's the biggest dealership in Itala County. And they have everything. And you can check them out at frankschevy.com. And what I'm really impressed with, Jake, is I walk in and I saw that you parked um, your um, uh, car right here in the showroom for everyone to see when they walk in. Right, right in the middle. Right in the that, middle. But that's the way Stephen Franks does it. Stephen yeah. Franks and yeah. the folks here at uh, Frank Chevrolet Buick GMC and Kosciuszko. Really happy to be here. It's my first time to, to venture through. Of course, we, you know, we've talked about uh, the guys. We've told folks where they are uh, you know, throughout last year and on yeah. into this year. Uh, so it's neat to be here and see it myself, and it's a, a huge lot. They've got just about everything you could possibly want in a vehicle here. They do. They've got markdowns on 2018 models. They've got great deals on 2019 models. So you want to you know, make sure that uh, you know, if you're looking for a great ride this year, Frank Chevrolet is a great place to do it. Uh, it's right in the footprint of uh, the zone listening body, so to speak. Yeah, so right. And great people. I mean, they're going to treat you right. And uh, you know, when you get into a lot of car dealerships, you hear a lot of noise a lot of times. They're not going to do that here. It's a great, great group of people. Glad to be here. Yeah, y'all check out my uh, the the aforementioned car that I, that I said that Jake parked in here. Uh, we're just joking. It's not really his car. Uh, he and I together probably um, we'd have to pool our money. I know I would. Um, but we may we're considering it. It's a sharp ride. Check out my Twitter feed at Radio Wyatt. You'll see the picture uh, as well. So uh, we're going to be broadcasting to you throughout the show here from uh, Frank Chevy Buick GMC Kosciuszko. Highway 35 North. So we'll tell you more about it, let you meet and hear from uh, Stephen Franks here coming up in just a bit on the show. There's a lot more coming your way as well, including Mike Bianco, head baseball coach Ole Miss, going to be on at the bottom of the hour. Uh, We're going to preview 
the uh, regional field that uh, Ole Miss is hosting. And what it's what it means to him as a coach here in his 19th year, they were kind of on the outside looking in, earned this host in the SEC tournament. All that coming up with Coach Bianco. And uh, at the top of Hour 2, if everything goes according to plan, we're going to get a phone call on the Divinity Equipment phone from Chris Lamonis, head baseball coach Mississippi State. And we'll chat it up with Coach Lamonis about uh, the field coming in, the three teams coming into Starkville. Uh, we'll see if we can – you know, pull it out of him who's going to pitch on Friday at noon. I'm sure he'll hold that information, but we'll do our job and ask. And all of that more coming up for you uh, on the show. Live today, here the Farm Bureau studio on location at Frank's Chevy Buick GMC here in Kosciuszko. More on them. And just while you're at it, take out your phone from C Spire and look up frankschevy.com. You can see where we are and everything being offered here. Hey, Jake, so you're a football guy. Um, How hard is it this time of year to juggle what you're going to do on your show in the afternoons on The Zone? Because everybody around here loves baseball. You know, we're going to get 15,000 people in a stadium in Starkville this weekend, another 15,000 in a stadium in Oxford this weekend. There will be about (laughs) 2,000 or 3,000 Southern fans that will drive down to Baton Rouge to watch them play. Yet – we're now inside of a of a hundred days to the start of college football season for us. Like, how do you know what you're going to talk about each day? Well, I think you got to give the people what they want, right? Yeah. And they want baseball right now. <laughs> and of course, you can right. you can litter it with some football in there. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good football topics out there. So you kind of split the medium, so to speak. You definitely start the show, and I think you know give pay homage to the three teams that you mentioned because it's such a successful year and it always seems like it is in in the state of Mississippi so but then you litter in some football in there and I think that's what you're going to do today yeah I'm looking forward to that it's a fun thing for me Um, this started last week at the SEC baseball tournament where we count down 100 days to the start of the season now the, the actual college football season kicks off somewhere around August the 24th. Yeah. So you've got games going on on the 24th. But around here, you know, State's going to play, who is it? Um, Louisiana Lafayette, yeah. Yeah. Well, now it's Louisiana. Louisiana. I never yeah. know what to call them. I know. I, is it's, it ULL? We just say Raging Cajuns, we yeah. get it. So they're going to open with them. Ole Miss, Southern Miss, they're all going to open up on August the 31st. And so last Thursday – so a week ago tomorrow was 100 days. So now we're sitting here today. Yesterday was team number 95. That was Southern Miss. Today is team number 94. And it's a really cool way for me and those that listen to the show to learn a little something about teams from all over the country that are on this you know, football power index list. We've got SEC teams that are in the next couple of days. Yeah. But we've also got you know, uh, AAC teams, MAC teams, and you learn a little bit about them. Today, um, I'm trying to think, I don't even know what conference this team is in. I should know. South Florida? Yeah, we got South Florida. Today. AAC. So they're in the AAC yeah. now. Um, Charlie Strong. So we're going to preview them and learn a little bit about their school. So that's coming up. Hear the fight songs. It's a neat way to kind of force me to dive in and learn about teams that aren't necessarily always on your radar mm-hmm. on the immediate schedule of somebody that your team's playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And so and you have other ways of doing it, too. But you have found on, on your show in the afternoons here on The Zone that really regardless of the time of year, yes, people are always interested in SEC football, but they're interested in football around the country, too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we'll touch and we don't give, you know, 100 uh, percent, I guess you could say, attention to the Big Ten or the ACC. But we do talk to those schools and then you get people that will call with a Michigan question or a, 
Ohio State question or Clemson. And, you know, people dial in just like we do the Saturday show in the fall. I've got one young lady. Every Saturday she calls, and you know what she wants? She wants to know what her Iowa Hawkeyes are going to do. <laughs> what I, so, so she's an Iowa fan. Yeah, so people listen, and, and people love football. Um, one of the things I do like about the opening of this year, Matt, uh-huh. is even though we always have that first week, August 24th this this year, mm-hmm. that Miami and Florida have moved back to play that, that first weekend. So you've got Dan Mullen and the Florida Gators taking on his old defensive coordinator, Manny Diaz, uh-huh. in the first weekend of college football. Kind of a very interesting matchup to kick off the 150th anniversary of college football. That is a really interesting yeah. matchup. You know, that early the, – the early season um, rivalry games like that are really cool. You know, I've always remembered that it seems like week one or week two, you always get Colorado, Colorado State, one that's way off the radar, but it's a rivalry game early in the year. Yeah. You remember Louisville and Kentucky used to play each other like to begin the season. Yeah, I do remember that. And sometime over the last five, six years, they switched it, and now they're playing at the end like a lot of others. Uh, how, I wonder how people around here would feel about starting the season with the Egg Bowl. That would be a different twist for sure. Wouldn't it be totally different? Yeah. Yeah, I have to – again, it's never going to happen. Okay, this is not a suggestion. It's only a hypothetical. If you're listening, don't let's, let's don't go too far down the road. But I'm just saying, if you were to think about it, okay, what if your rivalry game were, was played at the beginning of the year and not at the end? If it's the Egg Bowl, and you try to close your eyes and picture, okay, opening weekend, State plays Ole Miss. Yes, there would be this big buildup, but frankly, because you would have 11 games after that, it would feel like not as big a deal. I think it would remove some of the edge from both fan bases, frankly. You'd still sell the stadium out. There'd be all this bragging rights. But if you were playing it at the beginning of the year, because you got all these games to go after it, the results of the game, what I think, kind of dull the effect? Yeah, I think Does you're right. Does that make sense? No, I think you're absolutely right. As a matter of fact, I've seen this in high school football in the state of Mississippi. We've seen um, rivalries that are typically at the end of the year. I'll give you one example. Right in Rankin County, Pearl and Brandon was played at the end of the year forever. And uh-huh. then it was moved because of districts and all that kind of stuff, realignment, was moved to the beginning of the year, like week two or week three. Uh-huh. And it didn't feel like the same. It was It was the rivalry, but it didn't feel the same as – when they moved it back again to the end of the year, and then it sound, it felt like it it got back where it needed to be, mm-hmm. and so I think you know yeah it, it'll never happen, but it is yeah it is fun to think about. And what would be even interesting is if in the state of Mississippi, if we were going to move that to the beginning, where we just had in the first three or four weeks where we had the round robin where State Ole Miss and Southern Miss all played, but yeah, that's right. not going to happen either. Not going to happen. No, it's interesting to think about, but it'll be here so quick. I mean, you know, uh, right now we're about to dip over into June here pretty pretty quick in the next few days. And then once you're there, you start going, okay, we're a month from SEC Media Days. Mm-hmm. When you have Media Days, and see, this year, because the schedule moves up a week, instead of the first weekend in September being the opening game, so actually the last weekend in August, this will be a year where you have two open dates for every school yep. throughout the college season, which I love that as a broadcaster because that means definitely two Saturdays I get to sit on my couch and watch games on TV, which is That's right. frankly more fun than working them in person. Uh, so we get two of those. But because it moves up a week, then all the preseason preparation moves up a week. You're going to have teams this year, State, Ole Miss, others, who are going to begin practice for football at the end of July. You'll, you'll actually have a July date on the calendar when they actually begin reporting and practicing and all that. So this is going to be an off season that's going to feel like it's sped up. Yeah. As no, opposed you're right. to normal years. Yeah, and I haven't thought about it like that. You're right. 
when we hit June 1, we're less than two months away from practice. Yes. Which is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And June 1 is, what is today's the 29th, and so we're, what, three days away from that. Yeah. It's crazy. Hey, if you're listening, you can be a part of the show. We're on location today. The Farm Bureau Studio, we picked it up and moved it on location here to Kosciuszko, Frank's Chevrolet Buick GMC, right here on Highway 35 North in Kosciuszko. So if you're in the area, you can come by and say hello. Uh, I'd love to see you. And also, uh, Jake Wimberly, as you can hear, is here also. So y'all come by and see us if you're in the area. But if you want to call or text like normal, we got it all working for you. You can text the show at 885-ESPN or 885-3776. But you can also call the show just like normal on the Divini Equipment phone line. Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. They are your Kubota dealer, the number one uh, Kubota dealer, the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., in fact. They've been doing it better longer than anybody else. So give me a shout on the Divini phone. It's 995-1059. It's a 601 area code, 995-1059. Give me a shout on the text line. We get a text uh, from a from an unnamed texter, and it says, "You know you are in prime baseball country in Kosciuszko. They have great athletes there." All right, so so help me out. Follow up. Text me. I want to know the names of the greatest baseball players to come from this area: Atala County, Kosciuszko. Who are they? Text me on the text line eight eight five ESPN or eight eight five three seven seven six. Um, as usual, we get a text from Fluffy Bottoms. He's on the all-name team, if you didn't know that. He is. Some of the, ti- some of the time he-, he texts, we got to preview it first. I read this them slowly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing. Roger does that, too, for me. He previews it sometimes. Uh, let's see. Um, he says, I love baseball, but did you know that Army football won eight games or more only once in 25 years before Munkin – Munkin got there. Not Todd, but Jeff. Jeff Munkin. Mm-hmm. He's the brother of Todd Munkin uh, before he got there. Where is Todd now? He, I thought at one point he was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, he, he was recently like their OC. I think he was calling plays for them last year after they got rid of Dirk Cutter. But I, but I'm, I want to say that he's landed on his feet somewhere else now. Is he with Cleveland? He is with the Cleveland Cleveland Browns. Yes. How about that? Yeah, he's over there with uh, Freddie Kitchens. With Freddie Baker Kitchens. Mayfield. Big Freddie. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize and remember, but Freddie Kitchens was also a pitcher on a baseball team at Alabama. I did not know that. Yeah. He would, like, literally he was on the team, would not go to practice, and they were just like, hey, show up. We're going to bring you out of the pen. And every now and then they'd call down there and say, hey, get loose. He'd throw about ten pitches in the bullpen, come out on the mound and throw 93-94. Just try to strike people out with a fastball. Just all athlete Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> that is unbelievable. You look at him now, and people would giggle if I say all athlete Freddie Kitchens. Like he wouldn't fit in this chair. Yeah, he sure doesn't look like that now. Does but he? one of the great guys of all time, honestly. Just a great guy. And I'm pulling for him. Going to be a huge story in the NFL this year. Huge. A uh, lot of expectations. Well, because they're going to be better. Yeah. I mean, they really did well in the draft. Um, and he's from the Bruce Arians tree. See, that's why he's where he is. Mm-hmm. Freddie Kitchens was a quarterback at Alabama when Bruce Arians, I think, I'm trying to think. So Bruce Arians, he was the OC QB coach at State when I signed. I was there with him for one year. So that was 95. He coached Derek Tate and those guys, Eric Moles. But he left right before Eric Moles' senior year. I want to say he went to the NFL but then came right back and was back in college football like two years later and coaching at Alabama Mm -hmm. in like 97, around in there. Coached Freddie Kitchens then. 
So when Kitchens gets out of college and goes into the coaching ranks, you know, he's coaching in college for a while. He was on the staff at Mississippi State under Sylvester Croon. Yeah, sure was. But then goes to the NFL, wound up on the staff at Arizona with uh, head coach then, Bruce Arians. They hit it off. They're big buddies. You know, uh, Freddie did kind of balloon and had some health issues, but he's gotten all that in check. And then uh, went and was an assistant this past year, then became the – you know, kind of sitting head coach there, uh, interim, and then got the job in Cleveland, and now he's off and running. And I think he's going to do well. Yeah, outside of – and Vegas thinks so too. Outside of the top four teams, which would be the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Rams, and the Saints from last year, uh-huh. Cleveland has the fifth best odds per Vegas for the okay. Super Bowl, which is crazy. The fifth best odds for the Cleveland Can you believe Browns? that? Nah, yeah. It's just hard to wrap your head around. Yeah, They do have Odell Beckham Jr., it's one of those things with, with him and um, uh, Baker Mayfield at QB and some of the other parts and pieces that they have. At, when you look at personalities, and look, Freddie Kitchens is a personality himself. It's either going to work beautifully or it's going to blow up. <laughs> like, there ain't nothing in between right. happening in Cleveland. Yeah. It's soap opera either way. It's either going to be storybook one way or storybook the other I think that's kind of what you look for in Cleveland. Yeah, it's going to be a fun story to watch. It, it really is. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Jeff Munkin's doing a great job at Army. They flipped the tables on the Army-Navy rivalry the last couple of years. Big time, because Navy was the heavy hitter there for you know, several years. Yeah. Winning eight, nine, ten ball games. They had a dip last year. Army, though, the last two years, they won double-digit games. Should win double-digit games again this year. Almost yeah. beat Oklahoma last year. Almost did, yeah. So uh, And they're on the list. But, see, to kind of prove that, like, we, we just did our first few teams on the, the 100 countdown. We've already done Navy. Great fight song. We hadn't done Army yet. we still got a ways to go before Army pops up and shows up. Uh, so thanks to Fluffy Bottom for the text. Let me get to a few more texts here. So we were asking about names uh, from this area, baseball players. Try this one on. Roy Oswalt. Where did Roy go to high school? I thought Roy went to Ware High School. Didn't he go to Ware High School? I, I think so. I think Roy went to where? I know he was, like, living there after he got done, or maybe – and he's recently, uh, I think, built a big, you know, compound and hunting area and all that kind of stuff right outside of Starkville. Uh, Gator Nation texts the show, uh, 885 ESPN, get Jake out of the sun. Something is wrong with his head. <laughs> I heard his stupid comment. Uh, let's see. He says, there's no way the Gators take back the East. It will happen. Signed, Gator Nation, he says. I, he, let me let me give you my opinion, and then you respond whether you agree or disagree. I, th- I think Dan Mullen is probably a better developer of talent as a head coach than what they currently have at Georgia. Yes. But what I see is you just don't win – championships unless you have the best players nine out of ten times you got to have the best players yeah you've at least got to be in the conversation of having the best players and florida personnel wise is so far behind georgia like georgia has they are rivaling alabama now in terms of the numbers of five stars and that they've signed in these last few classes this is a year where georgia's going to be so loaded only alabama is going to compare yeah they have where they can afford to to make mistakes from a coaching perspective, and their talent's going to overcome it. That's kind of the way I feel about it. I think the gap is so wide from a personnel 
perspective between Georgia and Florida that Mullins just got a big old gap he's got to make up, and it's not going to happen quickly. That's what I think. No, I think you're right. Gator Nation not happy with me because I've got Georgia beating Florida again. We've uh-huh. talked about that a lot on my show. But, yeah, no, I think you're right, Matt. The, the gap is there, and there's a gap he's got to close, and he's not going to do it overnight. And let's be honest, Felipe Franks, he had a tremendous uh, jump from year one, you know, pre-Mullen to post-Mullen. But there's only so much that you're going to get out of Felipe Franks, and you can't scheme Georgia. Uh, right. Whereas Mullen came in, remember he came into Starkville, he really schemed Franks, you know, threw a ton of screens and did a bunch of stuff. You can't screen Georgia. You've got to line up and beat them. That's right. Florida doesn't have the talent to do that yet. They may in the future. In the future, and, and you know, the way they recruited Florida, they're never going to have – like that number one signing class at Florida and Georgia are going to sit down there at 5 or 10 or 15. Not while Kirby Smart's at Georgia and, frankly, not while Mullen's at Florida. You're never going to see what we saw like this past year in recruiting. It's never going to be flipped Mm -hmm. the other way for Florida. So then what does it take? What it takes is Florida's got to close the gap. They might not sign nine five-stars like Georgia does, but they got to go sign five or six. Right. they got to do it several years. And then they've got to have the best quarterback, which Mullen's definitely capable of that. It's just you go, well, how many years does it take? Yeah. You can't snap your fingers. That's not happening overnight. Yeah. And And Georgia will start more five-stars on both sides of the ball than anybody in the country this year. They're going to start 12 five-stars. Think about that. 12. And and I have never been somebody that's like I'm just, you know, slobbering over the recruiting rankings and stuff. But – I am not I'm smart enough to know that makes a difference. That many guys that are these elite, elite, talented guys, that makes a difference. Huge. A huge difference. Yeah. I'm Adam in the Farm Bureau studio. i got Jake with me. We are live at Frank Chevrolet Buick GMC, Highway 35 North in Kosciuszko, here today with you on this Wednesday. A long way to go. A lot of baseball to get to, including the coaches. That's coming up. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Here we go. It is Wednesday. Some people call it hump day. Around here, it's the day that the show is live at Frank Chevrolet Buick GMC. Here in Kosciuszko, I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. Going to get to your phone calls and texts coming up. Thanks for them so far. We'll get Jake back in here a little bit, talk some more football. Got the 100 Teams 100 Days preview coming up. Also, Mike Bianco, head baseball coach. Ole Miss is just right around the corner. Going to talk about who they're hosting this weekend in Oxford. And followed by Chris Lamona's head baseball coach, Mississippi State. He'll jump on the Divinity Equipment phone with us coming up at about oh start of hour number two, so hang out for that. Right now, though, here at Frank's Chevrolet Buick GMC in Kosciuszko is uh, somebody named Frank, Stephen Franks, with Frank's Chevy Buick GMC. What's up, Stephen? Hey, Matt, you know Wednesday is hump day, yeah. and, and, but you know what Wednesday means? What does it mean? It's the best day to buy a new car from Frank Chevrolet. It is. Because right here in Kosciuszko, we've got unbelievable deals. Yeah, and, and I've, as I drove up, you know, we've we've I've heard Frank's I've uh, I've heard you and your voice on on commercials. I've heard Jake talk about. It. I've talked about it on my show. It's my first time to pull up to the lot, and I'm gonna tell you what. Um, if you, it's kind of like going to a buffet. If you can't 
find what you're looking for here, you can't find it because there is one of everything it looks like on this lot. It's huge. That's right, Matt. We've got a huge selection, large selection, best in anywhere in central Mississippi. Uh, new, pre-owned, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC. We've got it all yeah. right here in Kosciuszko. Including a red, shiny sports car right over your shoulder that I, you couldn't see it, but Jake – uh, after he put the headset down, he just walked around it in circles, just walking around it and like touching it with his hand. And like, I think he, I think, you know, the Bible talks about things we should and shouldn't covet. I think Jake is really coveting this car that's sitting right there. In the well, show. it is a pretty car. It's a new Z06 Corvette, and it's a really a sharp car. Yep. And he I think, needs it. It would help his image. It really would, wouldn't it? It would it, fit his image. That's I, right. I think. <laughs> it's great to be here in Kosciuszko. We um, were talking on the show, Roger. Now, this goes way back. Uh, Producer Roger, who's on the other end there in Jackson. Um, uh, the history of the name, you know, we assumed that Kosciuszko was a, of a, a Native American word or name. And as it turns out, it was not the case. We were educated. You knew right away that it, it it's a Polish. Uh, Polish general. Yeah. It was a mm-hmm. Polish general that uh, that it's named after. So it's neat to be here. And then we were uh, earlier today, Stephen, uh, we put out kind of a uh, a feeler. Somebody brought up that there are lots of great baseball players who've come from this area. We've mm-hmm. got baseball in the brain with all that. We we came up with Roy Oswalt. He's from here. From from where? Let's see. Jake uh, was texting me all kinds of different uh, names um, a bit ago. And again, if you're listening and you want to text me a name or somebody that I'm leaving out or somebody we need to remember, feel free to text it at eight eight five ESPN. 885 ESPN or 885-3776. Barry Patton. Barry Patton. I always talk about Farm Bureau. and Barry has worked his way up the Farm Bureau chain. Uh, Barry is from here. He and I were in school together at the same time. He played. Uh, he was catcher at Mississippi State. He used to be an athlete. You see him now, you might not know that. But Got but, a little older, hadn't he? Yeah, it happens to all of us. It does. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, Ryan Rigby, you know, he was at State in 2016 and 17, mm-hmm. a relief pitcher, and Ryan's from here. He is. That, that drop-down sidearm delivery. Um, and then Clarence Harmon from Kosciuszko. We go way back, was a great football player. Washington Redskins. That's exactly right. Played, Played in the Super Bowl. He sure did. That was an athletic family, too. Yeah, like, they were. They he, were. He was not the only one. Hey, speaking of family you got a couple of family members that are kind of our live audience here at Frank's Chevrolet today. Who do we have? We have Miles Henson and Mila Henson. Okay. That's my two of my grandkids. Really? Two of six. Two of six. And they, they wanted to hang out with Pawpaw today, so they're over here just hanging out with me. So they get to get the uh, full uh, experience if someone comes and buys a car and see what it's like to sign the paperwork and everything? That's right. Miles just likes to count the money. <laughs> That's great. Well, they sure are, darling. Uh, I tell you what. Yeah, you've um, got your hands full. When I got here today, Stephen, I guess probably around, you know, 8 or 8.30, mm-hmm. they were already sitting in your lap in your office, right? They got here early with me this morning. Sure did. And I guess they're going to be with me all day. All day long. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Uh, if you're just tuning in, I'm talking with Stephen Franks from Franks Chevrolet Buick GMC here on Highway 35 North in Kosciuszko. Um, FranksChevy.com, that's the website. If people are listening and they're looking for information and they go to that website, what do they need to do to contact you or if they have a question? Well, our phone number, of course, is on there. They can call that number and talk to any of our qualified salespeople here yeah. and get a lot of information. Uh, they also can submit a, submit a lead on the web from the website. Okay. Uh, it's an email address on there. Uh, we just, you know, we want 
to people to go there and shop and understand that we're going to give you the best deal that can possibly be given, and we're going to treat you very fairly in that process. Right. Well, I sure have enjoyed getting to meet everybody here today. Really we, nice. We call folks. it buying cars without brain damage. I mean, we're not <laughs> going to. It's going to be an easy, simple deal. Just come up here and talk to us. That's great. That's great. The experience minus the brain damage really is is a plus. That's <laughs> what yeah, it ought to great. be about. That's great. Stephen, I appreciate it. We'll catch up with you again later. You've got people coming in and out, and, of course, you've got family here too. So uh, good to talk with you. Really hey, appreciate you, you having Matt. us. Appreciate you all being up here. And yep. Spread a good word. Yep, we'll do it. Thank, thank you, you so much. That's uh, Stephen Franks here at Franks Chevrolet, uh, Buick GMC, Highway 35 North Kosciuszko. They really do have a, a huge selection, and, and it is laid back. And I hope that if you uh, are in the area, you'll come by and say hello and uh, catch up with us just a little bit. So back to some of those names. Yeah, Barry Patton. I was picking on him a little bit. Barry's still in good shape. Uh, but he's doing really well in the Farm Bureau insurance uh, field. Ran into him down in Biloxi. Barry from this area here at Tallah County, Kosciuszko. I don't know if he um, was a Kosciuszko High School guy or not. I just know this was his hometown. Somebody texted us that. But Barry and I were in school together at the same time. Barry played on some really good teams there in the mid-'90s. Um, I know Barry would have been on that 97 College World Series team. Of course, you mentioned Ryan Rigby, um, the relief pitcher. I think he started his career in junior college and then wound up at Mississippi State in 16 and, uh, and 17. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of great baseball players from this area. Speaking of baseball, um, as you heard and saw yesterday – uh, you're starting to get you know, start times around the country, when everything's going to happen. There was one piece of information I think I put out there yesterday that I did need to correct, and that was you know, the idea that some of the Super Regionals, not this weekend but next, the Super Regionals might start on Thursday. In fact, they don't. Uh, everything will either be a Friday or Saturday start for the Super Regional round. You know, and if you're looking at it through the eyes of a player or a coach, it's, it feels like kind of getting ahead of yourself to go ahead and look past what is this regional weekend, um, we can do it. We're not playing. We're not coaching. Um, they're not looking past anything. They're not looking past their nose, which is that first game that's coming up uh, for them this Friday. But we can look ahead. And so I think I had said, you know, in one scenario about who you should pitch, well, what if they turn around and play a super regional on starting on a Thursday? It might be a short week for your starting pitcher. Um, according to all this and according to some of the texts and tweets from yesterday, you don't have to worry about Thursday super regional stuff. It'll all be a Friday or a Saturday. Uh, so there's that. And another quick reminder, coming up in about, oh, five minutes from right now, if everything goes according to plan, uh, we'll be able to get Mike Bianco on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Coach Bianco, 19th year as a head baseball coach at Ole Miss. And a couple of weeks ago, everybody writing them off. They got swept at home by state. There's unrest. Oh, we're slumping at the wrong time. And here we go again sort of thing. And um, all in the world they did was go to Hoover to the SEC tournament and play themselves into the championship day. Came up short to Vandy, but it was enough to earn a host. And so now the Ole Miss fans are happy because they're going to be at home this weekend for the uh, Oxford Regional. And then we'll talk with Chris Lamonis, head coach at State, after that. So stick around for that live today on the show in the Farm Bureau studio at Frank's Chevy Buick GMC here in Kosciuszko. Staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. Y'all stick around.
You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. All right, here we go. Rolling along with you here, middle of the week. I'm Matt. Live in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go with the home team on location at Frank's Chevrolet Buick GMC on Highway 35 North here in Kosciuszko. Glad to be here. Been talking about them for a while. Come see it for myself. Got Jake Wimberly here. Met and talked to Stephen Franks earlier. And right now on the Divinity Equipment phone, uh, the man who led his team in the SEC tournament into the championship and is now hosting a uh, four-team regional to begin the NCAA tournament this weekend in Oxford. Mike Bianco, head baseball coach at Ole Miss, on your radio right now. Coach Bianco, before I throw questions at you, just tip of the cap and congrats on making a run in Hoover and getting this regional in Oxford. I know that's huge. Well, I appreciate it, Matt. And uh, yeah, you know what a difference a week makes. And uh, you know, but but you know, it's probably has come full circle you know we left uh baton rouge feeling really good about ourselves and then we just didn't finish the season very well and you know uh, go one and five down the last two weekends and then go to hoover and, and kind of find ourselves and uh, played some really good baseball against some really good teams and so proud of my guys for hanging in there is it a testament coach to um the importance of a conference tournament um, or, or is it year in and year out? It can vary on the importance depending on you know your situation. But, but is it, is it a testament to really, you know, that conference tournament being your last chance to impress that committee before they select? I think so. And you know, we've seen it so many times. We've seen it so many times with LSU. You know, getting mm-hmm. hot at the right time. You know, in that tournament, and uh, and I think uh, Ray Tanner, the, the 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 chair of the committee, you know, made a comment as, as such as you know they're all in you know Indianapolis and they're watching those games, and so uh, you know it's it's the probably the one time all year that they're all together watching you know teams either do really well or do you know poorly, and and you're right, it just depends on your situation, but you know if if you need help like we did. Uh, you know, it's 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 about the best commercial that you can have. Where do you place? I mean, there's so many advantages. Obviously, that they just go without saying when you're hosting that regional. But is it, it, it like where do you, as a coach, when, when you look at it and go, okay, we're hosting? Where do you place that gold star? Besides saying, okay, this is what's important. Is it recruiting? Is it just? You know, the opportunity to win, it's easier to win at home. Like, where do you place the importance of hosting? Well, I, I, you know, everybody talks about recruiting, but when you're in the season, it's about winning and getting to the College Bowl Series and winning a national championship. And, mm-hmm. and not that you can't do it, you know, uh, by way of you know, a road trip, but uh, it's, you know, it's the statistics prove out that the teams that host are more likely to, to move on. You know, the percentages are in their favor. So that is the number one thing. You know, that's, you know, all of our goals are to, to get to Omaha and, and to, to win a national championship. And, you know, they, you always say as coaches, you know, you want to put your team in the best, you know, uh, spot, give them, you know, the, the best path to, 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 to reach their goals. And, and this is one of them. Uh, Mike Bianco, head baseball coach, Ole Miss, on your radio. Do you want to send Coach Tanner a note and say, hey, thanks a lot for sending us Jacksonville State, a team that, 
is a four seed. They've won 25 conference games, won their conference tournament, and they're on like a 12-game winning streak coming in. I mean, that's – you know, they can put a four seed beside their name all they want to, but that is a that's a quality baseball team that you guys got to figure out by Friday. Yeah, and you're, you're right, and I, and I think – uh, you know, it happened so quickly that a lot of people just, oh, it's Jacksonville State, it's a mid-major, exactly. <laughs> uh, yada, yada, yada. And then, you know, then all of a sudden you start grabbing stats, you start looking, and, you know, they got an ace pitcher that's thrown over 100 innings, and, uh, you know, it's got a, you know, sub-3 ERA. And, uh, yeah, it's a team that's won 12 in a row and beat a lot of big people, you know, beat Georgia, <laughs> beat Auburn, you know, beat, has beat people. And, uh, and so, yeah, not not a not a, a, a cupcake by any stretch of the imagination. A team that's won a lot of t- a lot of games against a lot of good people, and I think they'll be ready to play when they come in here. So, yeah, we got our work cut out for us immediately. But one of the things that I think is 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 drawn up too much, you know, this time of year is who you play, when you play, um, who's got the easy path, and you know, not, none of us know who's going to play well or not play well. But, but the thing that you control is what you you know you can do, and you know the best way to move on is to play well. It's not so much you know who you're playing and what their record is. Is you know we're good enough. We feel that we can beat anybody if we play well. And so the, the key for us is to, to to come out and play our best baseball. Sure, Mike Bianco on your radio, Coach. When you're awarded that regional, do they give you a choice? whether you want to play the first game or the last game on that opening day, do you get to decide and pick one? Yes, you do. Okay. And, uh, uh, you actually, the, the way the bracket set up is, you know, like a normal bracket, the one seed would play game one, but most teams choose game two. Uh, you know, there's an opinion that's, you know, never used to be there, to be honest with you, up until about 10 years ago. And people say, no, why don't you play game one? So if you lose, you don't have to come back and play the next, you know, the next morning. Yeah. Uh, but you're supposed to win. You're, you're the one seed. <laughs> and to me, it really does a disservice to your fans. I mean, uh, we, you know, we have such a large uh, fan base, you know, like, you know, some of the other teams that are hosting, you know, what a disservice that would be to play at two o'clock or three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, to where some fans wouldn't be able to make it, you know. And, and the other thing is, we've been in the heat, you know, for a week. And uh, to me, there's a, you know, there, there's an advantage of playing, you know, at nighttime. It's not as hot. You got more people in the stands, and, and and I think it's the way it should be. So yeah, we choose to play the night game. Cool. So it'll be a night game on Friday night against Jacksonville State. Coach, uh, really appreciate some time and what is I know a busy and important week for you. Hats off to you. Proud for you. Really happy that we got a lot of baseball to watch in the state of Mississippi this weekend, including in Oxford. So appreciate your time. Thank no you. No doubt. Thanks. Yeah, good good week for uh, Mississippi baseball. Appreciate it, Matt. Yep, absolutely. Thank you. That's Coach Mike Bianco, head baseball coach at uh, Ole Miss. They're going to have a huge crowd for that game on Friday night. And listen, uh, like you say, you're not, not trying to talk them into it by any stretch, but just understand they, they play really good baseball in the OVC. Okay, in, in Ohio Valley. And Jacksonville State kind of just, I'm talking, just walked through it in the back half of their season. Uh, they walked through the conference tournament, made it look easy. Blowout wins, frankly, for Jacksonville State. They win 25, I think it was, conference games this year. And that's a really good baseball team. If I'm not mistaken, I'm going to look this up, but if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, Trevor Fitz, the former Mississippi State pitcher, is on the coaching staff there at uh, at Jacksonville State. He's going to know a little bit of something about what it's like to play in that atmosphere. 
that is not an easy draw. You look at some of the four seeds that are that are labeled as the four seed in the regional round there. Ohio State going up to Nashville, that's a really tough draw for Vandy as a four seed. But I'm telling you, right up there with it is this Jacksonville State matchup for Ole Miss. It, 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 put it this way. He mentioned it. They've got wins this year over Georgia, over Auburn, and midweek stuff. Even though it's the first game of a regional, if Jacksonville State were to win that game in Oxford, I think exactly zero people in the baseball universe would be surprised. So just understand, Ole Miss going to have to play well to beat Jacksonville State. That's a good baseball team. And uh, and then after that, you know, it's a tough regional with the other teams that they have there. You look at Illinois, the two. You look at Clemson. So they got their hands full this weekend in Oxford. Uh, but they experienced it last year, not getting out of that uh, regional that they hosted after being a national seed. And so certainly there's, you know, a lot of motivation. They'll have a big crowd uh, there for that one. Hey, coming up in, uh, let's see how much we got, about 15 minutes from right now, we're going to talk with uh, Chris Lamonis, the head baseball coach at Mississippi State. As you know, he decided and they decided to play the early game on Friday at State, as opposed to going at 6 p.m. for the one versus the four. They're going to play at noon on Friday against Southern, the four seed out of um, Baton Rouge, out of the SWAC. I was looking ahead at the weather forecast for um, this weekend, and it actually is really mild. I don't know if you all realize this. Like, if you look at North Mississippi, for instance, um, which is where we're talking about, today they've got a high of 91. If you look at Starkville, Golden Triangle, that area, a high of 91 today. But then tomorrow, a slight chance of rain and a high of 85. Listen to the forecast on Friday. So we talk about heat and that kind of thing in the middle of the day. The forecast on Friday in Starkville is sunny, almost no chance of rain, There's going to be a wind coming out of the northwest, and therefore the high temperature on a sunny day Friday is going to be 87 degrees with a low of 64. Now, it's going to jump back up in the 90s the rest of the weekend. But if the forecast holds true in Oxford and in Starkville on Friday for baseball, it's going to be fantastic weather, a high temperature that's sub-90 and bright sunny skies and a little breeze blowing at about 9 to 10 miles an hour. Uh, it it's, should be really nice regardless of what time of day. But I'm interested to talk to Chris Lamonis to see maybe what the thinking was behind choosing to go ahead and play the early game on Friday as opposed to playing the late one. So we'll jump into that. That's all coming up in hour number two here on the show. I'm Matt, live in the Farm Bureau studio, on location at Frank's Chevrolet Buick GMC in Kosciuszko. Stick around. The Matt Wyatt Show. 